Well, hello everybody. I am Louise Eddington, the Cosmic Owl of Cosmic Owl Astrology, and I do um, astrology consultations. I also do classes, and I have my renowned Venus Retrograde Heroines Journey class starting on December the 14th. It's a mix, um, a mix <laughs> of astrology, uh, shamanic group healing, myth storytelling, uh, card readings and more. It's a magical alchemical um, class. This will be my fourth Venus retrograde class. Um, they Venus actually came to me in a dream and told me to do it and each time deepens and gets stronger and stronger. And this particular Venus retrograde coming up this winter is, well winter in the northern hemisphere, is um, right in the pit of some very major, major shifts and changes. And I'll talk more about that in the um, chart. Um, so you can find the link below in the description to the Venus Retrograde Heroines Journey class. I hope you'll join me. All classes are recorded, uh, but it's, um, it's just such an amazing class and I can't take credit for it. It from, comes from Venus. Um, also, before I dive in to the Gemini full moon and talking about that at length, um, I want to show you this. If you're looking for a little Christmas gift for anybody, this is my chart on a talisman. And this is um, by a company called Efe Ephemeris, and I'll put the link below for that. I've partnered with them because I'd been looking for something... Um, for my followers, for my supporters, for for those that love astrology. Um, and it's weighty, it's heavy pendant, and it comes right down to your heart. So you can wear your chart on your heart, and it comes in different colours um, and so on. So if you're looking for a special gift for yourself or for uh, someone you love, check out this link and maybe treat yourself for the holidays. All right, okay, so let's pull a card first of all to kind of set the intention. I want you to kind of focus in, take a deep breath. And the card that I pulled for this is one of my favorite cards. It is the Prince of Wands. This is the master of inspired creativity. And despite the fact there's some challenges around the time of this full moon coming up, it is a very creative full moon, full of fire and air. And um, this card really invites you. Look at the, if, if you can't see it, if you're just listening, um, it's a figure, quite um, um, an androgynous figure, very naked in this fiery chariot pulled by a lion. And the reins that are um, guiding the lion are just dangled over the figure's wrist, letting go with abandon and really um, creating. And he's carrying um, a staff with what looks to me a bit like a phoenix head. So there is, and it's got a love, the figure's got a lovely starry, fiery crown, halo kind of thing on it. Um, on the chest, it's got some kind of um, talisman. 
It's just, this is mastery of inspired creativity. So I hope you'll, you'll kind of take what, what you um, learn about this full moon and um, move into creativity mode. And there's a lot of good reasons for why you are able to do that this winter. So for those looking on YouTube, I am going to share the chart. I'll try and describe carefully um, what's going on for those that are just listening. But um, I do want to say that this full moon in Gemini is on December the 18th, 2021. It's at 9.35 p.m. Mountain Time. It's actually going to be on December the 19th for a lot of you in the UK and um, and in Australia and um, New Zealand. Um, so that is 9.35pm my time, is 8.35pm um, Pacific, 11.35pm Eastern, which makes it 4.35am Universal Time in the UK. Uh, so even though I'm going to be saying this is on a nine day, it's actually on a one day for some of you. So we'll uh, maybe look at both those numbers a little bit. So the full moon itself is at 27 degrees of Gemini. A full moon is always in opposition. So the moon is opposing the sun at 27 degrees of Sagittarius. Hence the fire and air for this beautiful card, the Prince of Wands. Sagittarius being a fire sign, Gemini being an air sign. Now this, um, this chart makes a beautiful kite configuration. We have an air grand trine that um, links the moon in Gemini to asteroid Hygieia at 27 degrees Libra and Jupiter in Aquarius at uh, 28 degrees of Aquarius, just about, just into the 28th degree. Now Jupiter is the ruler of Sagittarius and in a kite configuration, the planet that um, that is opposing or that kind of breaks out the, um, um, the grand air grand trine, is um, the planet that's the focal point, is the planet that's the outlet. So this, uh, even though this is a Gemini full moon, the sun in Sagittarius is a very big focal point in this. And therefore it's a very fiery Jupiterian um, full moon altogether. So I'll talk more about what that means going forward as well. The other thing I want to point out on this chart is that um, this is split in half by the nodes. Um, we have almost every planet or planetary body in one half of the chart because on December the 15th, Mars will cross the, um, south, the Sagittarius South Node to form a draconic bowl. And I'll talk more about what the draconic bowl means, but we've this is the third draconic bowl we've had since early 2020. And it's it means it's a time of intense focus, intense alchemy, um, intense confinement. There's a big lesson to be learned here with the draconic bowl. 
The other thing I want to mention is that um, we have Venus at her station point, degree and minute. Venus stations retrograde hours after this um, full moon and, and she is conjunct Pluto. So again, I'm going to mention my Venus retrograde class. I hope you'll join me. This full moon is very connected to it. As I said, the full moon is at 27 degrees. Venus stations retrograde at 26 degrees. So she's in a, what's called a quincunx aspect to the moon, the Gemini moon. So it's making some major adjustments on this full moon. The other thing I want to mention, and then I'm going to stop sharing the chart, is that this is the third of six full moons at 27 degrees. So we started with a full moon, an Aries full moon, um, and then we had a Taurus full moon. Now we have a Gemini full moon. We finish um, on March the 18th um, at with a full moon um, at 27 degrees of Virgo, which will exactly square this full moon. Okay. And interestingly, that full moon will have a lovely kite configuration to the sun in it as well. Uh, the Pisces sun in that case. And um, I'll talk more about that when I come to do the podcast for that. But we're keeping getting this message. We're having these six full moons at 27 degrees and they sandwich five new moons at 12 degrees and of course we've just had the uh, total solar eclipse that was at 12 degrees Sagittarius which was the last eclipse in the whole Sagittarius Gemini energy. So this full moon um, on the 18th, 19th is kind of a completion from that eclipse though eclipse energy does tend to unfold over months. Right, let me stop the share and just talk to you. So I'm wearing black and white, well almost, because Gemini um, is the sign of the twins and, um, and can be very black and white. So that gives you a kind of an indication <laughs> um, of the energy of this full moon. It's, it's a very powerful energy. And so I want to start take my time and really go through some of the um, energies of this. Okay, so as I said, it's the third full moon at 27 degrees and the, and in the US it's on a, um, a nine day. So 27 is two plus seven is nine. So it's a 27 nine for the UK and the rest of the world. It's, it's a one day. So more new beginnings. I think this is quite um, um, important, though, for the USA. And of course, that does ripple out to the rest of the world because the USA is approaching its Pluto return and the USA's Pluto is at 27 Capricorn. So um, <laughs> we've got uh, the 27 is a big hitter for the um, US. So I think these full moons are actually activating the, the major change that's rippling out from the chaos and transformation 
and uh, regeneration that's happening in the USA is rippling out to the rest of the world. So I don't want to just be USA focused because I live here, but I do think, you know, the USA's um, place as the major superpower is being challenged in some areas. China is outpacing them in the space race and so on and so forth. And we, we know there's political and other chaos in the USA. So for that reason, I think these 27s um, are important. However, the 27 is a beautiful number. Um, I've mentioned it before, but it's the number of the spiritual altru altruistic leader and teacher. And of course, Gemini and Sagittarius are is the axis of knowledge, truth and um, understanding, learning, teaching and so on and so forth. Um, it's been described as the number of the uh, Bodhisattva, which is the pure hearted, idealistic, wise and benevolent teacher and leader. And the Bodhisattva um, takes some vows to give up um, three poisons, it's called. And um, those poisons, <laughs> bear with me, I did have that um, page up, but um, the three poisons, okay, the three poisons in Buddhism, a Bodhisattva takes um, a vow to um, give up three poisons, which are greed, hate and ignorance. So we really are being called and given an opportunity um, by these full moons to um, renounce uh, these three poisons of greed, hate and greed, hate and ignorance. Whether we take this invitation is where our free will comes in. OK. So um, this number is just a beautiful number. It doesn't lead by force. You know, it's a true spiritual servant number. So we're being asked to be to learn to become spiritual servants. All right. So it's made up, the, the 27 is made up of 2 and 7 and then it becomes a 9. So the 2 is highly intuitive and cares deeply for people. 2 is the number of the divine feminine. It's receptive, um, more selfless, more transparent. The 7 is profound and deep. So, um, 7 sees through everything to the very core. It's a pure number of wisdom and truth. And the seven sees into the essence of things and reveals their true structure and motivation. And nine is the vasting, vastest number, representing the bird's eye view. It's the number of completion, wisdom and compassion. Now, nine alone can be a little bit um, overly idealistic. Um, a little bit like the Sagittarius sun can be dogmatic. And, you know, we've had a lot of this Sagittarius Gemini with the eclipses and the nodes, nodal journey over the last, um, since May 2020, the last few months. And we've been being asked to let go of dogma and fanaticism and belief. Of course, it's been brought to the fore in many places um, as we um, are invited to let go of that. But anyway, um, 
but with the 27 nine um it gives the nine this softness and profound consideration and gentleness and makes it a true considerate wise one okay even if it sees something as deeply true it will attempt to touch people's hearts but with uh, without forcefulness okay so everything is possible really with a 27 nine um it, or it's one of the deepest knowings that we're being called into there is no dead end even when so everything seems lost and certainly the world seems a little bit lost right now at the 27 nine finds its way out of the darkness it's a number of great light and it can overcome situations that seem hopeless okay so take this into your heart take this 27 9 into your heart that we keep occurring and occurring and occurring over and over again six times and six is part of the number of creation that is the 369 code that um, really invites us to to move forward okay <laughs> and of course 12 is a three month as well so it's one plus two is three and um and one is the divine masculine and two the divine feminine so they come together in december to make the three but of course we have the three every month but there's a lot of threes sixes and nines going on and we're moving into 2022, which is actually three twos and a six. So you get the idea. <laughs> I'm calling 2022 the number of the rise of the divine feminine, to be quite honest. So nine numerology itself. Nine, as I said, is the number of completion. So things are ending here. And we just have um, uh, um, the Taurus eclipse. As I record this, we had the Taurus eclipse, uh, full moon eclipse was at 27 Taurus and that was ending something. But then we had a new moon eclipse, a total new moon eclipse, but it was the ending of the eclipses in Sagittarius and Gemini. So we're in this time of, um, of shifting and big transformation. All right. So. Draconic bowls. Let me talk to you a little bit about the draconic bowls. Okay. And I want to um, read a little bit from my post that I posted today, December the 5th, because um, I talked about the draconic bowls. So the dra we had, so I've told you a draconic bowl is, um, is where the planets are confined in a bowl on one half of the chart with the nodal axis as the rim or lip of the bowl. Now, the, this is not a full draconic bowl, of course, because I, I include asteroids and Hygieia is out there. Uh, Black Moon Lilith keeps hopping back and forth um, over the North Node. That wild card energy saying, you know, shake things up and get elemental to your truth uh, and the moon of course is not in the draconic bowl in this but I'll but it is a highly confined chart now we've had two draconic bowls um, 
in recent history, the last couple of years, the first Draconic Bowl uh, began February the 25th, 2020 and ended on May the 28th, 2020. And the second uh, went was from January the 1st, 2021 until 26th of March, 2021. And both those periods were times of very great turmoil. Um, for example, the first one, you know, we had all these major lockdowns and flights stopped and um, and various so on and so forth. And um, in the second one, it did also coincide with some um, further uh, lockdowns in many parts of the world, but also a great political turbulence in the USA <laughs> with January the 6th. Um, 2021 and the um, the incident at the Capitol in Washington DC so uh, we're entering we're entering another period of that again as I said Mars is kind of the trigger for the draconic bowl and that happens three days before this full moon so this full moon has us intensely focused on our internal world really and so looking at the energies of the full moon itself, we've got the moon forming an air grand trine with Jupiter in Aquarius and Hygieia in um, Libra. Now, I do happen to think that, you know, the, the new um, variant that we know of now, Omicron, um, is going to spread like wildfire and no matter what you think of you know the the pandemic or whatever um, I think you know we are going to feel confined in some way um, around the as we approach this full moon and we are going to ask to be really focused on our inner world and our inner creativity now, what I like, though, about this full moon and that message of the Draconic Bowl is that this kite configuration is saying we can do what's true for us. We can find our own solutions. But let me break a lot of this down. Let me talk to you a little bit about asteroid Hygieia. So Hygieia is um, health, hygiene, tradition, natural medicine, doctors, healers, disease, illness, toxins, fear of poison. And if you look at the spiritual level, there's those three poisons as well we're being asked to get rid of. Um, fear of doctors, fear of medical results, it all, all those kind of things. It's, it's definitely associated with holistic health of the true kind, like, you know, combining all ways of health. You know, it's it's very connected to, with health. Hygieia in Libra um, is about balance, okay. Um, Hygieia in Libra in a personal chart, um, imbalance often brings ill health, but Hygieia in Libra connects good health and proper hygiene with um, with looking good and with, but also with bringing balance, okay. But it can also have a tendency to um, um, lecture others for uh, their lack of um, health, balance and hygiene. 
But let's look at it in regard to this full moon in this kite configuration. And then with Jupiter in Aquarius being very much about go your own way. The, the message of this full moon is about deciding what's true for you. Deciding which you want to follow. The moon is in Gemini, the sign of science. And um, the sun is in um, Sagittarius, the sign of truth. I'm not going to tell you which way to go because this is for you to decide completely. This kite configuration combined with like this Prince of Wands card is saying you create, um, you create what you want. If you want to go into personal kind of, um, you know, lockdown, then that's up to you. But um, but there's a whole energy of you. We are going to feel confined in some way and create our own solutions through it. OK. And this will happen in, in many ways. It's not just about the pandemic. Um, you know, we may feel that we just really want to stay home. Um, not just because of the pandemic and really go into this alchemical pot of creation, create what you desire to create um, and so on and so forth with abandon as the Prince of Wands um, does. Um, OK. So Gemini itself, Gemini is, you know, the moon's in Gemini in this and um, Gemini is about thinking, communication um, it's a mutable air sign. We may even have more mutations, by the way, if we're talking about the pandemic or this one mutation will kind of really mutate out the, out the others. Um, but this is very much about uh, thinking, communication, curiosity. Um, so it's about really uh, thinking about what's true for you and really exploring options taking other people's opinions into account, reading all sides um, in whatever um, element is going on in your own life. Now, I did mention that the moon is quincunx Gemini, sorry, Venus, <laughs> Venus um, in Gemini, Venus in Capricorn oh, on this lunation. And she is about to station retrograde. So the Venus retrograde is going to be a time of adjustment and and getting over this disconnect we may have with, um, for an example, you know, you it's possible to think our structures of um, uh, our institutions that we live under, to think that the patriarchal structures we live under are corrupt. And also believe, uh, possible to think on the other side about reading the science and trusting that. Uh, just, you know, there can be a, a, an adjustment here between the disconnect of not trusting the system, but also choosing which parts to trust. Not throwing the whole baby out with the bathwater. Venus being our values is stationed on this full moon is digging in and saying which parts of these structures do we value. It can also be about our money, um, our um, um, actual physical wealth and our savings and our investments. 
we're going to be making some adjustments in our thinking around those as well in this time. Okay. And there may be some big sudden shifts as well because of that. So let me see what else I want to say about the chart. Oh, I, I know why I was getting so confused about Venus in Gemini. <laughs> is because um, Venus is in Capricorn now. And she was um, her last star point on June the 3rd, 2020, was, which is when the middle of her retrograde was right at the end of that draconic bowl. And so she's in a draconic, draconic bowl in this retrograde for the whole time. And um, she emerges from her retrograde and emerges from her shadow as the draconic bowl is starting to break up. All right. So, you know, we're going to be digging deep. This is this full moon is kind of taking us into a really concentrated decision making, curiosity, learning decisions um, about where we want to go um, for our future, where we want to shoot our arrows and where what kind of life we want to create, having learned all of this stuff up till now. Okay, so it's it's just an amazing time to be living in, to be quite honest. But uh, uh, may you live in interesting times is, um, is you know, something that could be said. <laughs> we do, we certainly are. Now, I'm going to read you the symbols in a moment. But again, I want to mention this ephemeris. Um, get yourself some Christmas gifts. Or, um, um, sorry, also Venus Retrograde class. Come join me. Links below. But also, now let's look at the symbols. So the Chandra symbol. No, I'm going to read the Sabian symbol first. So the uh, we go up. So Gemini 28 is through bankruptcy, society gives to an overburdened individual the opportunity to begin again. The keynote by Dane Rudyard is a release from unbearable pressures, freeing one for new tasks. And he says it's about liberation from the past. And I truly do believe that this full moon and these endings with the 27 and the 9, as we go into the third, there's that three again, of um, draconic bowls, is the beginning of the end of this turbulent time we've, we've been living through, for the, particularly for the past couple of years. I really think we're being given to an opportunity to begin again, quite literally. Okay. <laughs> so um, he he kind of, I'm not going to read his interpretation. Um, it feels like, um, you know, we are being given this last chance to uh, be give a, begin again. Not through like physical bankruptcy, but it's like we can purge ourselves of these old beliefs we can liberate ourselves from these past patterns and dive into this creation mode and begin again all right 
So the Chandra symbol for uh, Gemini 28 is a cloud in the shape of a rabbit. Fabulous inward visualising gifts and streams, picturing the flux of life with extraordinary acuity of fluent perception, witnessing the rapt fascination of how everything moves, changes and stays the same. Granted a golden eye for phenomena and the rapid fire streaming through of images and impressions. Always watching, always just about beside yourself with the clarity of it. The pure suchness of this world. Immense difficulty in communicating and sharing this God's eye view. Words will not contain it. You must find a physical language and an imaginative landscape that can be telepathically transmitted. You have inside the greatest gifts to share and spread and the life challenge becomes to form the vessel and find the ways to get it across that evolution, to get it across that evolution is really happening and multi-dimensional reality is already here now to bring us all alive, even when the outer mind is still drawing blanks on what the fuss is about. Okay. So that that one, you know, rabbit is uh, is a symbol of birth. It's um, a symbol of regeneration and rebirth because it's one of the Easter symbols. So that I find really um, um, promising as well. Um, John Sambach in his blog post where he looks at some symbols is um, a cloud. He says uh, rabbits are a symbol of fecundity and prosperity and the clouds mean that this abundance is able to take any and every form. Okay, so, you know, Put all in oil, all. I think we're entering a really, really difficult time. This is the kind of this last third blast of regeneration and transformation of the draconic bowl. We're on the third of six full moons at 27 degrees, coming out of a very intense eclipse season. I do think there's going to be some quite major challenges over the next few weeks um, but we're going to emerge from this period really uh, kind of creating something quite amazing being given this opportunity to regenerate and rebirth and start again so I hope you'll take it <laughs> so anyway the, from me Louise Eddington the cosmic owl of cosmic owl astrology um, you, you've got the links to the Venus class, the links to uh, this lovely talisman, but also um, um, we've got, um, sorry, I was just distracted for a second, mind distracted. <laughs> My website is louiseeddington.com. You can also find me on Cosmic Owl Astrology on uh, this, on my YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, I'm my grow. It's growing at last. I've decided to focus on this channel. 
give the video a thumbs up if you like it. If you listen um, to podcasts or even if you just want to do me a favour and always go over to iTunes and leave the podcast a review. It's the Weirdly Cosmic Podcast on um, iTunes and Spotify and all other ones. But you can find me also Cosmic Owl Astrology on Facebook and Instagram. So come join me over there and see my daily posts. So uh, big times we're in. Um, I'm calling it the winter of our discontent because in the northern hemisphere, I kind of think we're going to be hit biggest by it. But um, South Africa's being hit too, though, so let's call it the season of our discontent. But I think we are being given this opportunity to really rethink how we do everything, rethink what holistic health is for us in terms of, because I don't know about you, but in this separation that we've been under, um, we've got, um, we've got you either natural health or allopathic health. I think everything should be combined, the true complementary holistic health. That's one of the examples of the separation. We're being asked to bring it together. This Gemini, the twins come together. So anyway, I'm rambling now. Have a wonderful full moon and don't forget to leave me a thumbs up and subscribe on YouTube.